Welcome to Stories from the Midland, a collection of historic tales from Teller County and the surrounding areas. For today's episode that Trevor Phipps has written for us, we're looking into the past, present, and future of Colorado Springs' The Union Printer's Home. This episode is being presented for you by me, Tommy Allen. Even people who have lived in Colorado Springs for decades often don't know the significance of the giant 130-year-old building that sits on the corner of Union and Pikes Peak Avenue just east of downtown. For the last several years, the property once coined the Castle on the Hill has sat in a shadow with many not knowing its purpose in the future or the present. The property's main building that sits around 100,000 square feet once served a significant purpose when the people flooded to the area for health reasons in the late 1800s. Over a century later, the building still served as an assisted living home, but it closed in 2020 after a tragic incident took place on the property. However, it was announced a year later that the building was purchased by new owners that wanted to keep the historical qualities of the property and turn it into a viable part of the community at the same time. Although the specific plans for the site are not yet clear, the group of investors that purchased the property say they plan to invest big money into the project to the tune of half a billion dollars or more. History of the Union Printer's Home According to the Union Printers Home website, the Castle on the Hill held its grand opening on May 12, 1892 and housed 30 residents. The home was located on property donated to the International Typographical Union, ITU, by the City of Colorado Springs. The building was constructed using all union labor and cost about $70,000. The property's original purpose was to house people free of charge who were part of the printer's union that were suffering from tuberculosis or black lung, which was caused by inhaling the inks used in printing. The building started on an 80-acre plot, but it eventually expanded to a large, self-sustaining entity that spanned over 300 acres and could house around 500 residents. According to an article published by Rocky Mountain PBS, the property had farms, wheat fields, its own post office, morgue, a power plant, and the largest dairy farm in the state. But according to the Union Printers Home Foundation, UPHF, website, the need for such a facility began to dwindle over the next several decades, prompting the union to sell off most of the site's surrounding property. Advances in medical treatment and technology began to minimize the need for the new home and effective treatments became wildly available where members actually live. The UPHF website reported, The members no longer had to go to Colorado Springs for treatment and could stay closer to their loved ones in their own hometown. The need for the printer's union to have an assisted living facility also declined in the 2000s when computers took over many of the jobs that printers once performed. In 2014, there were only one or two union members left living in the building when it was sold to Kansas-based Heart Living Centers, a large private nursing home organization. Why did the home close? According to an article published by the Gazette in February 2020, the home had to shut its doors when the state health department revoked the nursing home's license after there was a tragic death at the residence. 
On February 3rd, 2020, a woman named Margarita Sam was found frozen to death on a bench outside of the home when she was allegedly left outside in frigid temperatures without proper clothing. Because of the home's alleged negligence, it had housed 100 people that all had to be relocated to different facilities. The home then officially closed later that year once all of its current residents had been moved. The Gazette reported that Medicare.gov gave the facility two out of five stars, which is much below average. The website lists the facility number of health citations at 29, above the Colorado average of 7.9 and the U.S. average of 8.2, the article stated. The printer's home has been assessed two federal fines in the past three years, one of $61,770 in March and one of $31,107 in November 2017, according to Medicare.gov. Future Plans for the Property According to an article published by CPR last year, the building was purchased in 2021 for $18.5 million by a small group of local investors. The Printer's Home website reports that the investors plan to preserve the buildings and creatively adapt the property into something new. We expect that the overall cost of the project over probably 10 years is going to be in the hundreds of millions, probably upwards of 500 to 600 million as we look at it going forward. One of the investors and new owners of the building, Susan Pate, told CPR, Last May, the Union Printers Home put out a press release announcing that to honor the building's 130th birthday, the group of investors selected the multidisciplinary firm Sasaki to lead the visioning process and produce a master plan for the 26-acre campus and its landmark structures. Sasaki, who was well known for designing places in Boulder, like the Pearl Street Mall and the University of Colorado, will produce a plan using public feedback that could take over 18 months to finalize. The master plan will blend elements of adapted reuse with new construction encompassing a mix of uses including hospitality, retail, commercial, dining, entertainment, and residential, the press release reported. As a community asset, the campus will be available to the public and visitors alike with open park-like qualities. Pate, a member of the Liu family, said, Preserving the rich and fascinating history of the Union Printer's home has been our first priority of the revitalization effort. To date, our team of conservationists and volunteers has documented thousands of pieces of the home's past 130 years. It's been a painstaking process, but one the partners are committed to because of the important tie to the history and development of Colorado Springs. We will be sharing with the community historical materials we were able to save by purchasing the property. They will be archived in the months ahead and made available for public viewing through a dedicated website, as well as possible display on site once the project is completed. Thank you for listening. This is Tommy Allen, and on behalf of Trevor Phipps, have a great day. We look forward to having you join us next time for more stories from the Midland. 
You can find references for this story on its webpage. Visit storiesfromthemidland.com slash podcast. The Printer's Home website reports that the new... Oh, come on. The Printer's Home webs... <sighs> Sasaki, who is well known for divi- divining... Sasaki, who was well known for designing places in Boulder, 